Alright, well, welcome to the love hour. It's Valentine's Day. We hope you had a wonderful day curling up with that special someone, treating them right, loving one another and each other's company, and finally, and now, at 11 o'clock at night, you can get together and do the thing you love. But what is love? Oh, sleeping. Okay. I was going to try to remember that uh, ladies man promo where he's on the radio and he's like, what is love? Love is a thing. And all this, it is beautiful. And finally, you need to go feel your love, be with your love, and then do it in the butt. <laughs> and that's that's how he loses his job because he gets, uh, you know, a lot of complaints. Gets a lot of complaints. Kind of want to watch the ladies man now. Hmm. I still haven't watched the ladies man. And oh my fucking god! You need to watch, watch the ladies. Okay. All right. You know what Sam watches god hasn't damn. done a segment in a while, so why not we throw ladies man on that? Because I was supposed to watch Weird Science, and I haven't watched that in like. Okay. Pfft. Fuck no. Okay. We we need to just pick a day, and we'll just like we'll do a screen share, and we'll watch this, and I make I'll sit there so I know you're watching it too. Okay. I'm Andrew. I'm Sam. There you go. He's Sam. And this is Totally Original Geekness Podcast, recording February 14th, Valentine's Day, 2021. How you doing? How you doing? Um, a little, I don't know. I feel bad. When you said we're recording on Valentine's Day, I just realized how sad that is. I mean, <laughs> is it sad for us or is it sad for the women in our lives? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I mean... One of them sleeping, one of them's yakking. It's, it's that's okay. that's basically exactly what's going on right now. There's nothing going on. I mean, so it's more sad for us because they're yeah. not bothered. Clearly, no, they're fine. Yeah. So I get to spend it with you. Hey, buddy. <laughs> hey there, buddy. How's it going? It's but going. Yes. But yes, we had another week. Another week of uh, the world. And another week of things that were announced, and news, and geekery, and etc. And etc. Yeah. I don't know if there was anything that was felt really huge this week, honestly. For me, yeah. Oh. Clone High is coming back. This is true. Although, many people probably don't know what that is still, so enlighten them. Okay, so if you don't know, Clone High was a television show that came out, well, sheeks, uh, like early 2000s. I don't know exactly when. But it was on MTV. What and channel was, was it on? Oh, MTV. What's and it was hol- uh, music television. Shut up. Music uh, television. <laughs> Go ahead. Anyway, uh, it was hilarious. Basically, way, way back in the 1980s, a group of government employees found some famous girls and la- uh, guys and ladies and then made genetic copies. No, those clones are sexy teens now. They're going to make it if they try. Living, laughing, something, 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 and... Mm. Clone mm-hmm. High, Clone High. Look, dude, this like if okay. you haven't seen Clone High, check out Clone High. It was amazing. It was a hilarious show where these kids, uh, clones of pretty much celebrities and famous people throughout history. So like Abraham Lincoln was the main character, his best friend Mahatma Gandhi, and uh, Joan of Arc. And Joan was, was like really secretly into him, and she was like the emo chick. Uh, and the the school jock was JFK. And the hot chick was Cleopatra, and JFK and Cleopatra were dating, but Abe really wanted to be with Cleopatra. 
and Mahatma Gandhi was the cool, funny guy, and not like Mahatma Gandhi at it all. And I'm probably spelling saying his name wrong, but the show I mean, was hilarious. Gandhi. That's okay. Yeah, but the show was when I say hilarious, it was hilarious, and every episode was especially was a very special episode. So the question is now: Do they push it farther because of shows like Rick and Morty and Family Guy? So do you have Clone High with all these characters, but you have to have the real dicks now, like Osama bin Laden and Adolf Hitler? Well, I mean, I think it's a, like a direct sequel. Like it's like they're not rebooting it; they're like picking up because it was left off on a, a cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. And but, so I guess it would be the same cast as they had now. So it was everybody that was of famous and notorietyness back then. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it's not belong with fit. See, I don't know. I don't know though. Because then that the means they would go, they were, that would mean the guy went and digged up new people and made clones of them and then speeded them up while still keeping the original cast. I mean, the yeah. same age, but they were Michael frozen. Jackson? They, you know what? They were frozen at the end of it. That's spoiler alert. They they ended up fall falling on a cryogenic freeze. So they might actually get for it. You know what? We're not supposed. To, this is not Marilyn a, Monroe. She was on there. Uh, okay. He was che- JFK was cheating on Cleopatra with most of the school, but also her. <laughs> <laughs> like I see. Yeah, he was just like a. Who was just like, and hey, all of us should go de- swimming in my pool. And when I say <laughs> pool, I mean bathtub. And when I say swimming, I mean sex. <laughs> that was JFK. That's how he talked. He was hilarious. That that sounds definitely better than that other one you brought up. That should come back. I don't know. The one with the weird kid played by Jonah Hill. Oh, Alan Gregory? Yes. No. Yeah, no, that, speak of that again. Yeah, we not. It's not. That wasn't supposed to come back. I, if I ever get a show where I interview, get to interview people and I interview Jonah Hill. I'm gonna ask him. Did he honestly think that show was gonna make it to season two? I think he was <laughs> doing it to. I think he was doing it to be a joke. There's no way he felt that show was gonna get. Kept yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. That just actually that reminds me. What was that show that just got canceled this week for one season? It was the Amazon show. Uh, oh, uh, Ghost Hunters. Scary. Yeah, Ghost Hunters. Ghost Trackers. Yeah, or that was with uh, Nick Frost. Yeah. Yeah, they did should... one season, and Amazon was like, "That's enough. Thank yeah. you." No one's been talking about it. We see a lot of talk about this WandaVision thing, but no one's been talking about you. So, no. They just it came and went. That was so sad. I don't even laugh, man. I believe we talked about it right before it came out, and it was just like, yeah, maybe we'll check it out. And it was like, yeah, forgot it existed. I said, I literally added it. That's like, I want to say 23rd, 24th of my stuff to watch uh, list. Never even remember it existed. And yeah, yeah, which is bad because I like Nick Frost, but I don't hate him. He's, he's mm. a funny guy. All right. So I feel like there was something else I wanted to mention, but now I've completely blanked on it. Uh, a new Mario Brothers game came out this week, although it wasn't a new one. It was a remake, a remake from Wii U, Super Mario 3D Worlds with Bowser's Fury. Haven't picked it up yet. Want to pick it up yet? Could download it straight to my Switch. But for whatever reason, I like to play Switch games on cartridges. Don't want to buy physical media for any other system. Not DVDs, not Blu-rays, not Xbox games. But for Switch, I always want the tiny cartridge. I don't know why. Maybe it's because I think secretly I'm going to make my kid lick one one day. So she can know the horror of licking a Switch cartridge. 
Uh, spoiler alert, if you have never licked a Switch cartridge, go lick one. Go lick one right now. They have a special coating on them to keep them out of the mouths of children. So when you lick one, it is the worst thing you'll ever taste in the world. I did not believe people, and I did it. And now I know it's true. So if you ever get the chance, just lick a Switch cartridge just for the sake of it. Because your life will change forever from that moment. I want you to know, I think the title of this episode should be Lick a Switch Cartridge. Yes. Go now, Lick a Switch Cartridge. Go Lick a Switch Cartridge. That should be a curse. Go Lick a Switch Cartridge. (laughs) Like, go suck an egg. Go Lick a Switch Cartridge. You know what? Or, if you want to be insulting someone, your breath tastes like a Switch Cartridge. Or, you know, your mouth tastes like a Switch Cartridge. You know what? Let's just do like deep, like obscure burns. You just like your you breath smell like a good nope, switch cartridge. Nope. That's gonna be our new thing on Twitter. We get any trolls? Just gonna be like, I bet you taste like a switch cartridge when people kiss yeah. you. Yes, because only real. Yes, yes. I'm for it. Let's do that. Just nerds. Be like, what are you talking about? You know what I'm talking about. If you tasted one, goddamn it, mm. and you probably do taste like one. Mm. Hmm. Time topics. Time for time topics. It's time for time topics. Mm-hmm. This is the segment where we basically go through a list of things that you need to know in the geek pop culture stratosphere, and we do it in a certain amount of time. Yeah, twenty uh, minutes or so. Twenty minutes sounds good for this one. So let's just count this off. And five, four, three. Two, one, go. All right. So first up this week, Disney is closing Blue Sky Studios, the creators of Ice Age. The Walt Disney Company has decided to dissolve Blue Sky as one of its animation studios starting in April. As a result, production of that studio's 2022 release, Nemona, has been canceled. Disney absorbed Blue Sky, the studio behind hit films like Ice Age and Rio in 2019, and its acquisition of Fox. Though Disney has already opened two animation studios with Pixar and Walt Disney Animation, Originally, it seemed like Blue Sky would continue running. However, due to financial hardships from COVID-19 pandemic, Disney has now decided to use a crowd and will close the studio as well as let go of its 450 employees. That's the roughest thing. Because you feel like you could probably have used some of those animators in yeah. other places to get things yeah. done faster. Probably. But they're uh, like, nope, you guys do inferior work to us. Go away. Well, you know, that's actually surprising to me because uh, Ice Sage seems like it was popular. I think it was popular, but the problem was popular like the land before time popular. There are like 40 of them, and no one almost cares anymore, I feel like. Nine. Nine is too many already. I think there's nine. I mean, that's already too many. Unless you're a Harry Potter book where you're telling one very big, long story, that's a lot. Mm. Like, land before time, I don't care about that, and I would never let my kids care about that because I know there are like 40 of them. And they've been going on since I was a kid. Like, the meteor should have hit by now. I'm sorry. I mean, they should and be the, dead, those dinosaurs. <laughs> they also, there was enough, there was one where they uh, basically implied aliens came and talked yes. the, the little dinosaurs. I'm sure. I'm sure they did. Yeah. That was the one with the stone of cold fire. You've already seen, you already know more, far more about it than I remember. Dude, like, there was a time period where I had to, like, watch Small Children and, like, Land Before Time, Lion King 2, The Big Green, Emperor, uh, Emperor's New Groove. I can do some, some of those movies literally word for word. 
it's See, that's how many times things besides the land before time sure land before time it's like no it, it was too early in time it's the land before i had taste so i can't watch those anymore ouch all yes. right next uh the wizard of Oz gets a fresh retelling from watchman director uh, nicholas nickel sorry nicole, nicole. Kessel, castle castle greedy reboot nice um maybe i don't know well, basically, it's because it's the book was which is in public domain is uh, still in public domain, but it's made by double is being made by Warner Brothers, so they can reuse all, all the stuff with the ruby slippers and you know all the cool things that you had from the original nineteen thirty nine movie. Uh, but you know, wait, what was that one that they had with uh, what is his name, James Franco? What was that, that called? Was... That, was, that was a prequel, right? With yeah, it was kind of a prequel to it. Um, was it the Wonderful Wizard of Oz or something like that? Yeah, Oz Great and Powerful, something like that. Yes, was that Universal? Was that did that? Great... It was. It was definitely James Franco. It felt like a movie that was supposed to be done for Nicolas Cage, but it was yeah, Oz the Great and Powerful. Yeah, yeah, no, so Nicolas Cage would have fucked. I'm sorry, not Nicolas oh, Cage. Uh, what's his face? Johnny Depp. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I could see Johnny Depp in there. But then again, you know, it may have not even been for him, but it might have just been like somebody somewhere saw Alice in Wonderland and like, we need to do one of those. Yeah. And that's what they did. I mean, if he did was it, if he did Oz, then it, like at that point, he would have hit the trifecta because he was Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the yeah. Mad Hatter. You know, so, sure. I'm actually more surprised there was never a sequel to this movie now that I think about it. Because I know it's The Wizard of Oz, but it made $493 million in the U.S., I think that was because James Franco, Mila Kunis, and a bunch of other hot people were in it. Yes, Michelle Williams, Rachel Wise, but still. And it was Sam Raimi directing it. But it was. Sam Raimi's not a bad director. Oh, no, but it's $500 million. You know, like. Yeah, why didn't they do another. James Franco money. probably. It's probably James Franco's fault. He probably said he didn't want to do it. Yeah, he's a, he's a weird guy. He probably didn't want to do yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, well. I mean, that's basically it. That's all I got for this this topic. Yeah. So you, I mean, you got on. another Wizard of Oz coming. She directed Watchmen. She's directed episodes of Westworld and Leftovers. Um, they're going to give her big money. She's making HBO money. She's making WB money. They're going to give her money. So she's going to get to do this. Yeah. Um, Adam Wingard is not making a sequel, a face-off remake. He's making a sequel. So Adam Wingard, he of Godzilla vs. Kong, uh, would be helming a remake thought it was going to be helming a remake of a Nicolas Cage John Travolta movie, but it's actually going to be a direct sequel. So, Face Off 2 is coming. As the website Gizmodo suggested, titles could be Face Off 2, Facer Offer, uh, Face Off 2, Facest Office. My hat is like a shark fin. I, not, I feel like I don't understand that reference, but I've lost it. Uh, face Off 2, Don't Go Chasing Face Waterfalls. God, that's terrible. Face Off 2, The Gloves Are Off and Also The Faces. Good lord, it got worse. Face Off 2, The Face Is Wrong, Bitch. And Face Off 2, Put Jason Manzukas in It, You Cowards. Um, so yeah, Face Off 2. Whether Nicolas Cage Returns and John Travolta, both of them aren't doing anything right now, so I guess they could. How How... How would Nicolas Cage's character return? Oh my right. god. Okay, I figured out how they do this. Oh god. So Nicolas Cage's characters died, right? Mm-hmm. They put Nicolas Cage's face on some other villain who's trying to like live up to his 
his yes. blah blah blah. Yes. And before he and died and was buried. Or yeah, they he took, was buried, they cut off his face, his and, face throws and it somewhere. It, yeah, and then they put and it now on they to put now it on to, someone else. So now he's gonna be running around with some has, handsome jack bullshit where he has dude's face yeah. on his face. Yeah. And it's it's still gonna be played by Nick Cage, and he's gonna probably do just as be just as nutty. Yes. So that is probably the case. That is definitely gonna be what's we've put this into the world now, and now it exists there, and we are to blame. Okay. I'm not apologizing for that. This is amazing. Okay. I mean, yep. last week I wanted to make uh, a, you know, quadriplegic action movie, so I guess that's fair. Uh, you know, I listened back to that today walking through the supermarket, and it was still funny to me that <laughs> I hate you so hard. <laughs> All right. So let's go to the next one. Right. Okay. Uh, the CW is ordering pilots for Naomi and Powerpuff Girls and a 4400 reboot series. Uh, Naomi is one of the new DC superheroes created by Byron Michael Bendis. Um, it's a teenage superhero from the Midwest who discovers a stunning secret about superheroes and herself. Um, however, Naomi's greatest power it lies within. Avid DuVernay and former Arrow executive Jill Blankenship are teaming up for the series. They're also co-writing the pilot episodes. Powerpuff Girls are basically going to be new Powerpuff Girls. Wait, 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 wait. Yes. wait. Did you read Naomi? I did read Naomi. What is the deal? What is the, what is that about? What is okay, that? So the basic idea about Naomi is uh, she came from another world. She was dropped off on Earth, and two fighting aliens found her and realized they had to protect her because their parents were told their parents from that world told them they have to protect her. So it was basically like a Thanagarian and a Ranian or something were both fighting on Earth, but they were both male and female. And so they ended up getting this child dumped on them and they had to kind of come to peace and raise this kid because they were basically warned. Like if anyone finds if this person, find, if somebody finds this kid, it's going to be doomed for all of us. Like you've got to, like you guys have to now protect her. We have to leave her here. Someone has to watch over her and you, you're both capable. So they've been raising this kid in secret and like not telling her either that she's an alien or she's not from this world and they're not her real parents. But, um, yeah, so they find out, and it's a whole big story where she kind of ends up going home to her home dimension briefly to see the person who killed her father and all the people like her and fights them off briefly. But now she's kind of in training on Earth with the Justice League and kind of just waiting to see if this guy ever makes his way back to, you know, the DC universe to find her. Okay, two things. One, yes. uh, what are her powers? I don't know. It's very vague. You know, Damn it. Limited super strength and energy stuff and flight and you know the usual super powerful person powers okay and two one of your parents was a thanagarian and no one noticed they had wings i think it's like one of those thanagarians that don't have wings they just have like the detachable wings kind of thing i could be wrong it might not be a thanagarian but it was definitely two different alien races that were at war or like her father was a thanagarian and you know like I said, they change that history with Thanagarians so often. Like some of them have natural wings, some of them are just like we're wearing a wing suit. Hmm. So yeah, weird. Okay. Yeah. Uh, go. Yes, Powerpuff Girls also getting a CW series. Uh, it's supposed to be live action. They're now in their twenties. They're disillusioned, having lost their childhood to crime fighting, and now they're going to have to reunite to save the day again. And so that should be fun. And there was a forty-four hundred. There yep. was a animation something another where on Fox that they do where they just yeah. do like the shorts. Basically of this, it was called Powerpuff Girls, but it was making mm-hmm. it was making fun of Powerpuff Girls as if they were girls on a TV show. It was mm-hmm. hilarious. I don't know why they don't just go with that, but I think that he did. <laughs> Maybe they did. I don't see. 
Um, and last, the uh, 4400 is coming back. This was a show on USA about 4400 people who were abducted by aliens or whatever at various points in time over like the last century. And all of them come back at basically the same time, all yep. the same age as where they were when they left, and all with various superpowers. So, uh, yeah, the series got canceled before it got wrapped up. It was also the first big place most people knew Mahershala Ali from. And uh, it was kind of nutty. So it's going straight to series. So maybe it'll be better and it'll pick up where it left off. Hopefully. Hopefully. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, the Mandalorian, Pedro Pascal, will play Joel in The Last of Us. Uh, so he's been cast as Joel in the Naughty Dog, The Last of Us video game franchise. So according to the report, Pascal could continue on the Star Wars series where he's used sparingly because of the premise of the character. As you know, the Mandalorian, full suit of armor. He's probably just yeah. owning his voice. I don't think he's actually behind the armor very often. So yeah. it's fine. Uh, however, Dateline notes that The Last of Us has him on in first position. That means Pascal's first commitment is to his new show rather than the one he's already on. Shit. Mm-hmm. So that might mean Mandalorian is probably going to get wrapped up soon. Maybe like in two two seasons. They could wrap it up. Yeah. Because they got spinoff shows coming out from it anyways. And again, yeah. like you said, he doesn't have If his face isn't shown, he's just got to do voice acting. He literally could just fill in voices for stuff. Yo, voice actors are getting paid for like Power Rangers. Yeah. They could. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, mm-hmm. with the show's original, uh, the, within the show and the original video game, Joel is a smuggler who lost his daughter during a civilization's fall. Twenty years before the game's beginning, a mutated virus turned most of the humanity's remnants into dangerous cannibals. Many of the other survivors are also ruthless and brutal, but a young girl named Ellie may hold the key to saving the human race. Joel's quest is to escort and protect Ellie on a dangerous cross-country journey where they learn they, to rely on each other. Way to get typecast, Pedro. <laughs> I mean, it sounds very similar. It's got to deliver the child's gotcha. Okay. Uh, who's to say he won't be the next taken? Oh yeah, yeah. Well, like I said, it's a big series. Uh, again, there was talk of Mahershala Ali playing this, like the day before it came out. Yeah, so, and everyone lost their ever-loving shit. Well, you know that's always the case, and many people apparently wanted Hugh Jackman to play this role. That did not happen. And we got let, Pedro Pascal. Let Hugh Jackman rest. He just wants to eat bread and be done with this. I mean, he could probably eat bread here. He would just have to, you know, keep in moderate shape. But no, man. No, he just wants to eat bread. Just, just let him eat he hamburgers. Just turn into a fat guy who sings. That's all he wants to do. That's it. Uh, I mean, mm-hmm. they're remaking the music, man. <laughs> there you go. There we go. Right. Uh, well, go ahead. You, know, you go with that one. All right. Uh, Peacemaker. Uh, Peacemaker series. Is coming to HBO Max in January 2022. Uh, during an interview with The Hollywood Reporter, HBO Max CCO Casey Blois casually dropped the January 2022 report for Peacemaker. I just got involved with DC content in August 2020. Peacemaker is one of the first shows at Greenland and one of the first shows coming out. It's a great example of what HBO Max can do with DC content in that we're producing at a level we've never seen DC content on TV thus far. It will explore the title, character's origin, and takes place before the Suicide Squad. And it stars John Cena! Yes, so we'll see. (laughs) That's about it, honestly. No one cares about the peacemaker otherwise. (laughs) I I don't. And I barely knew he existed. I kind of only really barely remembered him. I never knew he existed until Mm -hmm. Suicide Squad movie comes out. I'm gonna watch it for John Cena. That's about it. Yeah, basically. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right. The CW passed on Wonder Girl TV series. Back in November, CW announced that it was developing a new Wonder Girl TV show headlined by Yara Floor, the heroine who finally made her, her debut appearance in DC's comic book universe in Future State unit event. That's the event that's going on right now, January, February. Yeah. It's going to be done by the end of this month. So, yeah. However, it looks like Yara won't be making the, li- the jump to live action anytime soon. Uh, the executive producer, the writer of the series pilot, revealed that CW isn't moving forward with the project. I am not surprised. I'm not surprised. I'm slightly disappointed because it's been the more interesting book I've read during this whole future state thing. Um, I think I've liked her character more than I've liked most of the other ones outside of maybe Jonathan Kent. But yeah, I don't know. Everything else has been kind of like, oh, good. Everything's terrible in DC's future. That's cool. That's about it. That's basically the the premise. Nightwing has gone super dark. Yeah, everything's super terrible. That's about it. Yeah. You know, Metropolis looks about the same, but you know, still terrible. Everything more, m- more a military state, but yeah, yeah, every- everything's military state basically. Yeah. Uh, Paramount to Paramount Plus, I'm sorry, to reunite the original seven real world strangers for a series revival. They're reviving the historic reality show for its forthcoming streaming service, Paramount Plus, in time for its March 4th launch. To kick it off, also members of the original cast will come together for a multi episode reunion in the New York loft where the first season was filmed. The Real World Homecoming, New York, will feature former housemates, people whose names you don't remember or know anymore, so I'm not going to read them all. The Real World promoted in 1992, Ouch. when I was, uh, I'm sorry, nine, and lasted until 2017. I was four. There you go. The show then moved from MTV to Facebook Watch, but the switch failed to garner an audience. There are no details of how or where the series will continue beyond the New York reunion. I'm like, look, th- this is, I guess, news. But I'm 37. Uh, anyone who watched this seriously was older than me. So you're in your 40s now if you're hearing this. Do you really care about these seven strangers who are now also probably in their 40s or 50s? Because they were probably in their 20s then? No. I don't care about 50-year-old people coming back together to talk about what it was like in New York in the 90s and how everything was so cool and hard. No. Also, it's COVID time. Part of this is the being like well, they're just quarantine them for two weeks and stick them in apartments together at the end. Yeah, yeah but then they have to, like part of the secret, the secret sauce of the real world is that they actually went out in the real world. Like we got to see them like work yeah, at jobs. In New York. Like, yeah, yeah. In COVID time in now during COVID times to see how desolate the city is, and that will be a proper reflection of how desolate your life becomes after fifty. Dark. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Glover and Phoebe Waltz. Waller Bridges or Mr. and Mrs. Smith in a new series on Amazon for Amazon. Okay, I just want you to know when this news came yes. out, I spent the entire day dogging it, and I still can do. Wow. I do not give a crap. This is the dumbest remake ever. Look, okay, mm-hmm. Donald Glover is a great actor and uh-huh. a musician. He is not who I would call sexy. And uh, no, that's, that's fair. And no offense to Phoebe Walter Bridges, but she is no Angelina Jolie. I was also thinking that too. Okay, so why are we watching this? The reason why an, we watch it's a very this, odd couple. Yes, it is. It is. It very is. Like the reason why we watched Angelina uh, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt do the whole thing in Mrs. And Mrs. Smith is because they look fucking smoking. This is what they're hiding their the power. people alive. They were the sexiest people alive, and then they did an action movie, and you could literally cut the tension with a knife. The sexual chemistry yes. was potent. This made people who were literally Team Aniston to Team Jolie 
because of how good that fucking movie was. If you don't know what yes. he's talking about, this is literally old shit. But Brad Pitt was dating Jennifer Aniston, and then he left her for Angelina Jolie. And everybody was, he was dating like, or married to her. I can't remember he, now. He was. Oh wait, no, he was married to her. He was married, married to her. her. He yeah. married her, and then he left her for Angelina Jolie, and they met on the cast and set of Mr. And Mrs. Smith. And everybody was like, "You asshole!" And then everyone watched Mr. And Mrs. Smith, and we were like, "Yeah." Yeah, yeah, that was that. That was pretty hot, guys. Yeah, it was pretty hot. Also, never got a sequel, which would have felt like a thing you would have done. That does feel like a, a thing deal. you would do. It was a big deal. Why didn't they do a sequel? That's weird. I don't know. But, I would um, watch a sequel of that. I mean, we can't do it now because of divorce. Badly, yeah. No, they wouldn't do that now. Probably either. Also, um, Brad Pitt is ooh, man. Yeah, yeah. but He's, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't like. I think they're both perfectly fine. I just. Neither one of them strikes me as the secret agent type. No, neither one of them strikes so me as the secret agent definitely type. Definitely weird. I don't see them as fighters. I don't see them as secret agents. I don't see them as sexy. I don't see why I'm watching this. Why are we doing this? You could have did this with anyone else. I don't know. It's a serious Literally. Though. Shit. Okay. Uh, well. Okay. Let's get to the remaining things. So, uh, oh, I guess there was this was a movie one. We didn't move it. But uh, Paranormal Activity reboot is in the works of Paramount. On Friday, uh, Boris Kitt of The Hollywood Reporter exclusively revealed that a reboot of Paranormal Activity franchises in the works. The first film, which is slated for a release on March 4th, 2020, is set to be filmed by underwater director Will Eubank, who wrote the first, and Christopher Landon, who wrote the first few uh, movies, is set to write the script and serve as executive producer. Uh, with no plots revealed, the movie will still uh, retain the franchise's found footage format. So, you know, more about Paranormal Activity. So why don't I just give us Paranormal Activity 7 like you were supposed to do? You were supposed seven? to. Yeah. Oh, there's six? Yeah. Paranormal Good Activity Lord, 1, 2, 4. No, there's Paranormal Activity 1, 2, 3, and 4. Then there's Paranormal Activity, the ghost, uh, uh, the marked ones. Whoop. And that's the time. And Paranormal Activity, the ghost dimension. So yeah. No, six. There's six. Were they all found footage or no? Yes, they all were. What? Really? Yeah. Yeah. I've I'm seen the all of them like a bunch of times. Yeah, you, you did? The best one was these, clearly. my my favorite one was uh two, Ghost Dimension and the Mark ones. Three was had the best death though because like Homeboy's spine gets like <laughs> yeah I see. Well, That's... the last three stories we didn't mention were uh, Post Malone is having a virtual concert to celebrate Pokemon's twenty fifth anniversary. Okay, so like I I am a big fan of these virtual concert, but why Post Malone? Why Post Malone? I don't know. We're not going to talk about it. We're just saying the headline because uh-huh. it's too strange to continue. Uh, Jack yeah. Black will voice Cal- Claptrap in Eli Roth's Borderlands. So Jack Black. Best casting they've Claptrap. Best casting they've ever done. And X plays Adam Sessler and the attack of the show. Uh, Kevin Pereira are officially returning to G4. So Woo! G4 is coming back and two old hosts are coming back with it. Yep. Okay. All right. So that is your news from this week. Uh, you don't want to drop in the little quickie thingies with the rumor mills? No, we can go to the rumor mill. Yes, we can. That's Just do that real I, quick. I consider them different than uh, the news. So, yeah. Uh, so, yeah, WandaVision obviously came out last Friday. We'll talk about that again on the reviews, which you can hear later this week as well. But um, the couple big things that people have been wondering about. One, Monica's friend. Monica's getting ready to meet her friend. To get a device to get back into the hex, many people think it's going to be Reed Richards. But speculation has also come up that it could be Adam Brashear, the Blue Marvel, who's a character in the books who's been romantically linked to Monica in the past as a full-fledged superhero scientist himself. 
I'm leaning towards Blue Marvel now. I am leaning towards Blue Marvel. I think if they brought Adam Krasinski into WandaVision like this. John Krasinski. Sorry, Adam Krasinski. John Krasinski into the uh, Marvel like this, it, it, it'd just be too much. I think I think it's just too much. Okay. So here's the thing. It could still be John Krasinski. And the reason that is, is because apparently Kevin Feige had said in some interview that one of the episodes this season would resemble The Office. So if the next episode resembles The Office, then I'm probably going to bet it's John Krasinski. I think the reason why he says that is because the next episode is going to be in the 2000s. And yes. a lot of the family shows at that time, or like good shows at the time, was like mockumentaries. So yeah. this, I think this episode, uh, from the clip I've seen, I think this one's going to be oh, no. like, it looks like Modern, Modern family. family. Yeah. Yeah. But I think they said that one of them is going to resemble The Office, though. And I don't think they meant because it's Modern Family and it's a mockumentary. I think like they might give us The Office. Because again, we've already seen Vision at work twice in two time periods. So, so you we think could totally they send Vision to work a third time, time, and it looks like The Office. He could be their Michael. Well, he's not the boss, so he'd probably be more the, their Jim, looking at the camera, going, "What the hell is going on here?" I can you imagine because like Vision's face, he's like, like he's like weird. What the fuck is going on? Face that he's been mm-hmm. doing a lot. Can you imagine him cheating the camera while like wearing gym clothes? Mm-hmm. I, I mm-hmm. can, and I find it hilarious. I think it could actually happen because I didn't think of that until now. The idea that he's been at work in two of the you know the episode two time periods. We're like, if they're doing the office, then yeah, it's actually perfect. You send Vision to work, and his work now looks like the office, and you just have I don't know Agnes as Pam. I don't know somebody. Or, or Wanda has to go to work too, so she's working as Pam in the office as well. Mm, no, nah, probably she's no offense, but she's probably a stay at home mom. Yeah, or you throw Jimmy Woo into the hex with uh, Monica, and now he's Asian Jim again. Nah, they escaped, <laughs> so I think it's probably something else. Or he's playing his character from Fresh Off the Boat. That's also possible, but again, I don't think th- I don't think Jimmy's gonna go inside the hex unless the hex cl- uncovers the planet, which I think it might happen. It's uh, yeah, it's possible. If the hex, possible. It, I think that that would be it. I think if I think one of the hex covers the planet, that's yeah, mutants. that's mutants. That's you can't tell me that's not mutants. That's mutants. Yeah. That's humans. That's all of it. I mean, we had what was the thing we we did? Um, I mean, Marvel. You know, they did the scrolls. With Captain Amer- Captain Marvel, and we were basically presented with the idea that the scrolls were the good guys and the Kree were the bad guys, and most of the time the scrolls are always the bad guys. Um, so they've kind of flipped things on their head a little bit, and I'm sure, like, the easiest way to do this, like a House of M story with with the Scarlet Witch, is to flip it on its head. But instead of it being no more mutants, it's like now there are mutants. You know. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly because, how you, do. you know you can't have that same ending in this world. It doesn't it doesn't play the same way. There are already limited numbers of superpowered people, so the only way to do it now is to go the opposite. And yeah, it could happen. It yeah, definitely could happen. Um, which is the next thing with this? Uh, there's talk. There's a big cameo, uh, Luke Skywalker level cameo at the end of the season. A lot of people think Doctor Strange, but um, Paul Bettany in two interviews at least has said. He was super excited to work with this person. He said the person is a he, 
And while I don't think he's done a lot of work with Benedict Cumberbatch because they kind of, you know, had different things going on in movies, like him being dead. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think it's Benedict Cumberbatch. I think they've worked together previously. So that's not, I think, the person they want to work with. Of course, right now, the big speculation is that it is Michael Fassbender as Magneto. You know, I don't think that's who it is. Who do you think? I think it's Magneto. I think it's Ian McKellen? Yeah. I don't know. He might be too old, I think, to commit to that. Well, Fassbender is young. You know, you can get him for a couple of years, a couple of appearances. I don't think he's, he's, I think, I think they might go with Ian McKellen. Maybe. I mean, he'd be good either. I'm not disappointed either with him. You know, I'm, I'm down for well, either, but. Because here's the thing, I, here, and here's something I've been playing around with. What if Secret War already happened? Could have. I mean, what if Secret and like, we just start having like things bleed into this new reality? That's a hard one to explain. It's a hard one to work with. Like, I feel like what they're doing with WandaVision is hard to understand when you're looking at it from the outside until it's over. But it'll be clear to anyone who, like, is paying attention. Like, this is how it all went down. This is how everything occurred. So, I don't know. It's speculation. But we know the next three episodes are all going to be an hour long. Oh, Jesus. So, uh, Shit's gonna the get last three deep. hours are going to be the last three hours. They're, you know, they got to hit us with everything. So, we'll see what happens. Also, uh, yeah, you know what? I'll save that for the reviews. There's something about Halo. Nope. Cool. And the last big rumor for the week was Xbox is buying everything. Um, yes. the, Bethesda, the Bethesda deal is about to wrap up this week. Uh, it's been approved but in the UK. It's approved here in the US. Uh, so it's all but dotting the final I's and crossing the final T's. But now they've been rumored to be buying Sega, Tecmo, the creators of Ninja Gaiden and Dead or Alive, and Square Enix. Um, most of these are probably not true. Obviously, it's it's all fanboys, people on the internet. There's no proof of any of this, except for Sega. I feel like Sega is the most likely because they're goddamn teasing us. They've come out with a, a blue controller that looks like Sonic the Hedgehog. They came out with a red controller this week, and I swear to God, if they come out with a yellow controller, I just I'm gonna believe it. I'm believing it's happening. Sega. Yeah, yeah. So okay, they we'll said see. they we were talking about acquiring a, a company. A Japanese company to be like yeah. the thing mm -hmm. to make Game Pass unstoppable. If I can play Sonic Adventure, Sonic Adventure Two, mm -hmm. mm. yeah, no, yeah. If, I would go back and play all those Sonics all over again if they have they get Sega. Like, and again, they've said in the past they like to acquire companies that they have good working relationships with. Right now, they're the only place to play Fantasy Star Online 2 in the U.S. on console. Uh, Sega has given them a bunch of games on Game Pass, like all the Yakuza series and other things. And, I mean, the original Xbox was supposed to originally play Dreamcast games, but they ended up changing the, the software, so it didn't. Mm -hmm. like, it was supposed to be the unofficial sequel to the Dreamcast when it came out in the U.S. because um, they had to work with Sega. I mean, Sega just, feel, and, and more so, Sega just split its um, company in Japan by selling off its uh, division, Sammy. And Sammy 
did a lot of basically arcade games and like pachinko machines and things like that. They had this division. So they split that part of the company off and is no longer a part of Sega itself. So it feels like they're getting rid of the stuff that Microsoft wouldn't want. And then you just leave all the stuff they do, which is the games and the people like Sega and Sonic and all these other little things. So I don't know. I believe in Sega. I believe in Sega. Tecmo and Square Enix, you know, that's just PlayStation boogeyman. Like, we're going to buy Square Enix. We're going to take Final Fantasy from you. You'll never have it again. I can't see, fan, uh, honestly, I can't see Square Enix selling to Xbox and being, no, I can't see that happening. I can only see it just because I feel like they're putting more games out on PC now. So it's like, it's never going to be exclusive if Xbox buys it. It's just going to be Xbox and PC, which... You know, people are mad about it still. I'm like, why are you mad? If PlayStation bought them, it would only be PlayStation. It might even be PC. So, mm. like, at least you'll have an option of, like, two places there, plus streaming to mobile or streaming. So, like, it'd be far better for them to get it than somebody else at this point. But whatever. We'll see. Xbox dominance. <laughs> well, not yet, but hopefully. And uh, yes, you put that down on the notes, huh? Uh, Velma? Jinkies? Uh, yeah. So just just real quick, there's a Velma origin story coming to HBO Max. Maybe we'll find out how she got her glasses. Or her sweater. I don't know. Hmm. It's a Velma origin story. I don't, I don't know what you had an origin for. Yeah, she's, the, she's other than Shaggy and Smoothie, she's the most loved character in this series. Really? Yeah, interesting. No one, no one gives a fuck about Daphne and Fred, really. It's mostly well, Velma. Daphne Shag and Fred are always sneaking off the shag, so that's why. Yeah, and Fred gets mm-hmm. them into shit. But yeah, Velma, like the people love Velma. People, that's true. I, I like cosplay wise, people really love Velma. Like, really uh, love Velma. and I like the cosplayers who like Velma. So there you go. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they put a lot of work into their Velma. So yeah. yeah. Uh. All right, we'll see. It's coming out on Amazon or was that no, HBO? No, HBO, HBO Max. HBO yeah. Max is doing a lot of good stuff. You know, tell you. They are. I mean, it's HBO, unfortunately. HBO does a lot of good stuff. Like, yeah. They have a hell of a team behind them, so I, I don't know. I was just, just real quick, I was on HBO Max recently, like, because I, I have it and I'm just playing around with it and stuff, looking at stuff. They have Frisky Dingo. I don't know if I've you know. watched that. Okay, very few people even heard of it. I've kind of wanted to watch it, though. Andrew, you, of all people, will love Frisky Dingo. That was hilarious. It was a, a, I keep saying hilarious, but that was a hilarious show. You personally like Frisky Dingo. It's just your, it is literally your your kind of humor throughout mm-hmm. the whole thing. Xander Cruz is mm-hmm. is you. Xander okay. Cruz is you as a millionaire. Okay. And, Oh, I just realized. Okay, so Clone High is also going to be the HBO Max revival. Yes, this is what I'm oh. talking about. HBO Max is doing a lot of stuff. And they're saying three new adult animated series. So they're basically going to probably play these like Harley Quinn. Yeah. Where they're going to just be ridiculous and not yeah. for children. Yes, because Velma's adult. I see this now. So yeah. yeah. And you know, like it came out like her, uh, I think her Avengers basically came out and said that she's gay, right? I did not. Yeah, no. So Velma has a like they like Velma has a girlfriend and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. All right. Well, there you go. Pretty yeah. Cool. And Mindy Kaling is the one voicing her. I think. Y- yep, that's true too. All right. Well. Cool. Cool. 
Oh, that was the thing I wanted to mention uh, as my last other thing. Uh, if you can find it, go find it right now. It's on YouTube. It's called The Legend of Beavis. It is oh. the old Legend of Zelda cartoon from the 1980s that used to air after the Super Mario Brothers Super Show. I remember that. But it is dubbed over with voice voice acting from Beavis, from Beavis and Butthead, from his episodes. And it was the thing that made me laugh the hardest and the longest time ever. It was amazing. I might even honestly go watch it right after this because I'm reminding myself about it and I want to watch it on the big screen. <laughs> so go find The Legend of Beavis. Just if you like Beavis and Butthead or you like the Zelda, just do yourself a favor. It's funny. It's, it's just, ah, go watch it. Go watch it. Good stuff. Whoever you are, I love you. You did a great job. <laughs> I just love you so much. I couldn't have asked for a better gift. Animation, man. Like, people don't yeah. understand. Mm-hmm. So, I guess our main discussion, huh? Yeah. It's I main discussion time. I didn't want to discuss this, but... Not guaranteed to, to piss off anybody. Nah, I don't give a fuck. I don't. I don't. So, uh, this week, Gina Carano... Uh, of the Mandalorian. She played uh, Cara Dune, I believe. I didn't watch the Mandalorian, unfortunately, so I don't know who anyone is, but I believe she played Cara Dune. Popular character was fired from the Mandalorian yep. because of uh, social media posts that she's been posting for a long time. And I guess Lucasfilm became a bit more aware of them and decided not going to put up with this. So they got rid of her. It seems like the straw that broke the monkey's back which was uh, a social media post on her Instagram that were Jews were beaten in the streets, not by Nazi soldiers, but by their neighbors, even by children. Because history is edited, most people don't realize that to get to this point where Nazi soldiers could easily round up thousands of Jews, the government first made their own neighbors hate them simply for being Jews. How is this any different from hating someone for their political views? So, yeah. Basically compared being conservative and Republican to being a person in the Holocaust in Nazi Germany. But whereas in the Holocaust, they were hated for being Jews, we can dislike conservatives sometimes because they're being dicks. And it's just a matter of, you know, common courtesy and not being rude sometimes. I feel as though people believe freedom of speech means you have to listen to what I say. Yes. And it also means people seem to believe that it also means that companies, you know, the same companies that don't have to make you your gay wedding cake can't also fire you for, you know, being a dick or making them look bad in public, which is essentially what she was doing. Yeah. Yeah. She also put her pronouns up on her Twitter as boop, beep, boop. Because I guess she didn't agree with that whole idea. So she wants to make a point. Yeah. Yes. But, but then it gets better. She gets a Does movie. Get she gets a movie. Yeah. I, I mean, to be fair, she says it gets better. I don't know if this is actually what I would consider better. I would consider it worse. But you're right. She announces a new movie that she's going to be doing with Ben Shapiro of The Daily Wire. The man famously known for saying that his wife is a doctor and he knows that having a wet-ass pussy is not exactly a good thing at a medical condition in response to Cardi B's WAP song. That's who like, I was thinking. I was thinking about that recently. I was trying to remember who was the one who said that. Yes. 
purposes yes, of that. Yes, he was immediately dragged by the internet for uh, believing that his wife told him that and saying, she's telling you that because you have never given her that and she's always had a dry one. So, yes. But yes, uh, Gina Carano will be making a movie with the conservative website as their exclusive movie to uh, bolster their content. Um, there is no name of this title. There is no movie in question uh, because they will develop, produce, and star in the upcoming film. It does not exist yet, but I am sure it will star Dean Cain, Kevin Sorbo, uh, James Woods, and other people of the like who nobody likes anymore. They're deplorables. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... I don't know what else there is to say other than, uh, you know, some people didn't like the fact that, you know, we found the campaign to cancel Disney Plus uh, silly because there was an episode of WandaVision to watch. (laughs) Some people did not like my response to that, I know. Yeah. Yeah. Who gives uh, a shit, right? I mean, I I don't care about one person uh, not getting an acting job when... There's a Marvel Cinematic Universe out there. I'm sorry. I'm going to watch that. It's funny how the people who always say the fuck your feelings are always the first one to complain about how their feelings are being hurt. Yeah. You know, no. The the, the people who call snowflakes tend to be the most snowflaking in my experience. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah. I don't... Yeah. There's honestly not a whole lot. Honestly. You're right. There's not much to say about this other than a thing happened to a person who was kind of being a douche. Yeah. And. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Really? Like, oh, uh, uh, the Josh Whedon thing happened too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Josh Whedon happened. He's getting hard, uh, raked over the coals. Uh, if you haven't heard, uh, everyone's speaking out about how much of a dick this guy was. On the Buffy and Angel say before. Charisma Car- Carpenter basically came out and said, uh, casually cruel is a perfect way of describing Joss. He thought being mean was funny. Making female writers cry during notes was hysterical. He actually liked to boast about the time he made one writer cry twice in one meeting. Uh, Molina said, who was this Molina? Uh, Jose Molina, a writer on the critically hailed Firefly series. Yeah. Uh, the comment adds those that Whedon's Buffy character, actor Amber Basin, voiced their concern. It was a toxic cast uh, environment, and it starts at the top. Uh, Charisma is speaking the truth. I support 100%. There was a lot of damage done during that time, and many of us are still processing it 20 years later. She ended with, I stand with Ray Fisher. So far, writer-producer Marty Noxon and actresses Charisma Carpenter, Michelle Trachtenberg, and Sarah Michelle Geller have spoken out. Yep. is yet to respond. I mean, James Marsters had also said it a couple years ago, yeah, that, like we did had basically pushed him against the wall because he did not like the fact that his character was getting so popular. Yeah, and I remember that. At him that I can kill you anytime I want. You're dead. Yeah, you hear me, dead. And Michelle Trachtenberg basically came out and said that uh, due to some incident, it was a set rule that he was never allowed to be in any place alone with her. Wow. Yeah. So don't know what happened, but he was not allowed to be alone in an area with Michelle Trachtenberg as a young child actor uh, or a teen child actor at that point, really. Uh, so, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. 
People are dicks. Yeah, I, I don't know. I kind of wonder how this will affect anything that's going on with Ray Fisher, since clearly, you know, WWE <laughs> had closed the case recently and said, you know, we acted appropriately. But clearly, eh, the more we hear about this, probably not. It's a lot of ass covering, it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. So, I don't know. Hopefully this leads to more opportunities for Ray. Uh, maybe not with DC, but, you know. Maybe Marvel needs someone to play uh, Patriot. That, I was literally just about to say him. I there was you go. I mean, go play like a Patriot, dude. You're go play young Patriot. Go, yeah. go, go work in a good universe. Go have fun. Yeah, yeah go have fun. Mm-hmm. We'll take care of you. Go hang out with, you know, superheroes. Like real ones who actually enjoy their job and don't, you know, get grim dark all the time. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Oh, and last, Brooklyn Nine-Nine has announced that they're going to have their last season. Boo. Yes. Nine-Nine. Nine-Nine. <laughs> but yeah, it's been, uh, I think, nine years or eight years it'll be. So, I mean, surprised it lasted as long as it did. It even changed channels. Uh, yeah. And got, I guess, another two seasons or three seasons after that. So, it's solid. It was a good show. It took me a so, while to get into it. And once I did, I regretted not being into it from the get-go. Yeah. Cool. Cool. I think that's it then, Sam. I think so, too. I think we've covered all the news. So, do you want to tell people where they can find us? <laughs> I know you love it. You can find this podcast and many more like it, like the Review Zoo, uh, Four Minutes to Save the Show, uh, the Kickstart My, and uh, others that were coming down the pipe at RaptureCross.com. Anywhere you find your podcasts. And yeah, anywhere you can find a podcast, Spotify, Overcast, Apple, wherever you listen to your podcasts. Just search for us. Rapture Press. Exactly. All right. Well, then, we will uh, talk to you soon on another show, The Review Zoo. So look for us there for our weekly reviews. And we'll see you again next week on another Totally Original Geekness podcast. Happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day. Do it in the butt. (laughs) I'm I'm, I'm Sam. I'm Andrew. And we will see you later. Peace.